Welcome, everybody. It's Fusion Fantasy Football. Next week tonight, I'm your host, Josh. This is the second full part of the week four next week tonight show. Um, it has all of the details. There is a shorter Blitz version. So if you just want to listen to that, look for it on the feed. Otherwise, enjoy the full show with the full takes. You're going to get more out of this one. Anyway, thanks for joining me. Welcome to next week tonight. All right. For the rest of you who are still here, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. We're going to go back next week. Back. No. Here we go. Rookie receiver. So... Not much more to say here. Kind of said it. It's just a list of guys. They are in the order. I have them. Very, very similar to our uh, ranks. Those first four, at least. Um, I did have Dotson behind Pickens. We saw Pickens start flash a little bit here Thursday night. So, all right. That's that. Same thing for these running backs. They're a little uh, more work for Allgaier. And I think it's going to keep happening. Um we saw Pat Patterson's getting a lot of usage. And there's a good and bad side to that because we saw what happened last year when he wore down. So they're going to need Algar. Um, Rondale Moore, if Greg Dortch can be as productive as he is right now, surely Rondale Moore can be too. And they need it. Uh, Michael Gallup. Not much more to say there. Same thing with Jamin Williams. These are really deep league shots, stashes. Maybe they come up big mid-late season. All right. Trades. All right, so now we're going to get a little bit more into actually reviewing and talking about these things. So Kyle Pitts, look, you know me. Not our early tight end. Not even huge on Pitts. Um, was actively saying that you were basically wasting a pick last year um at cost at cost um i had him in one league where i got him well below cost still was not good so i should have stuck with it um a lot of these guys don't always work out as far as the the, the tight ends but i think kyle pitts has the talent that at any time now it could be i know mean, there's a lot of complaints about arthur smith and coaches holding him back not getting him involved not putting him in positions to get that opportunity let alone you know do something with it so i i think it's got to get better it can't be worse so go ahead look into it check it out inquire of the pits owner this is going to be a situation where it's going to have to match up perfectly where the pits owner lost um a running back i'm trying to think who would they have lost for a running back i mean elijah mitchell's only long-term guy thankfully so far a lot of not very much big injury so far thankfully so maybe just trying to make up for last year but uh trying to think if there's anyone else you know that kind of situation maybe they're just their, their running backs aren't working out. They have Dobbins or, or all these other guys that aren't really living up to the hype. Um, and you have an extra one. You know, you can trade. That's the kind of situation you're going to be able to look for. You're not going to be able to get Kyle Pitts off of a team who doesn't have a serious need at another position. So check it out. 
Maybe it works in your, your league. Maybe it doesn't. Christian McCaffrey. Everything's there for a, a possible big week. Um, right now, there's probably the biggest obstacle is, is Baker Mayfield. Um, someone needs to tell him just to stop running around and just dump it off instead. Um, because he's not a running quarterback, but he still likes to scramble. It's not good. But we, we saw that work some with, with Hunt, so surely they'll get it figured out. Meanwhile, David Montgomery is getting the literally highest weighted opportunity share in the league. Now, the number of opportunities is not as high as you would like. You'd like the number to be higher. I'm going to pull that up here. But the actual share of the offense, it's 35%. It's ridiculous. But only 18.8 weighted opportunities total. Meanwhile, the second most share, Saquon Barkley, has 26.6 weighted opportunities um, but I mean, Christian McCaffrey also down at 19. So these are guys that are way up there in usage. It can come around, turn around very, very easily for them. Um, and finally DK Metcalf. I really, I mean, there's a lot of top end wide receivers that you maybe could potentially go after that aren't really producing CD lamb. I mean, he had a pretty good game finally last week, but there's still going to be concerns with Cooper Rush's quarterback. Um, the thing with Metcalf is we've seen Geno Smith target him and give him 19-point games. So it's something I think can very easily happen. Um, it just hasn't happened yet. So it's very specific this case where we have the talent and we have a record of Geno Smith. Um, last week we saw a, a couple of players have those Hey, don't forget about me games, Amari Cooper, right? Even Allen Robinson getting involved after very bad week ones. Maybe, you know, this is going to be the week for Metcalf where he's like, okay, Lockett had his game, and we I know we had that one week one win over Russ, but where's mine? I want mine. So that this could be the week. So try and get Metcalf even before the weekend's games, before week three games. All right, uh, let's move it on. Let it go. Guys, like I said, uh, some of these guys are obvious. The Pacheco one hurts, but it's really due to uh, McKinnon. And, you know, if I just had a typical ad slide today, it probably would have had McKinnon on there as a, you know, if you're going to stash somebody running back, might as well be McKinnon. Um, yeah, until we see something otherwise, I still like Pacheco. I'm still going to be ready to stash him. Um if I have a space for uh, an injury stash over the weekend, you know, because uh, someone unexpected goes on IR and I have a spot that I just want to hold a, a running back back up over a weekend, Pacheco's a good option. I mean, there's a lot of good options, you know, Benjamin, all the typicals, but Pacheco's one of those for sure. Cole Komet's one that uh, I admitted he had at least a good path to usage um, on Twitter I highlighted that kind of principle and I, I laid it all out into tiers of of who can be it's not so much about um, vacated targets or anything that, about that it's it's target priority and Komet was in a position to be the second priority on his own team so if you can do that that's great um, 
but if you're only getting a couple of targets or none, it doesn't help. So let it go. Same thing for me, Hunter Henry. This one hurts. This is more in a shallow league, though. Don't be too hasty. Get rid of him. I do think it's going to come around, but I do think you can afford to drop him, pick up some of our streamers, get some points, and in a couple weeks when it starts to show signs of improvement, you can pick him back up. Tony, there's really no reason you have him on your roster if it's not a dynasty team. Come on. You would have been better off with Curtis Samuel. Facts. Week four streamers, guys. Jameis Winston, like I said, um, because of the bad week and mentions of injury, I thought he would be leveled out of being uh, an option here, but he's below 50% ownership. So go for it. Jacoby Brissett, um, same idea. Playing really well. And uh, I think against Atlanta, he'll have a good shot. Jalen Warren, I think, um, I don't think it's going to be a blowout against the Jets. I mean, it's still Pittsburgh Steelers. They'll find a way of keeping it close. But we did see, he even had a big run tonight that got came back on a, on a penalty. Um, man, I, I, it's probably just my Najee Harris hate. As if I hate him, my RB Yom. RB8 ranking. Um, but he, he seems to have the knack. He's weaving in and out. He's making big plays. He's making cuts and continuing to run instead of just leaping over people and falling down. Um, yeah, I, I think he, he probably has already beaten in a, in a run. He probably already has beaten um, Najee's longest run from last season. So... Yeah, it, there's potential there. Same thing for Kenneth Walker. This one's a stash and a stream in one. Hopefully the signs uh, over the week three games are, are looking good, and it points to having confidence to actually play this. Uh, same thing for Sonny Michelle. Like I said last week, he's the real backup you want behind Eckler, and I do think that one can be a blowout. So there you go. He might get some extra work. Wide receiver, streamers, Michael Gallup. It's a bad defense, the Washington, but their offense has been been scoring, been putting up points, which is a perfect kind of team to play against because it forces the other offense to put up points. And so Michael Gallup. Uh, Noah Brown's been doing looking great. I think Michael, Michael Gallup takes that spot over. Um, very similar kind of usage. More downfield threat. Ashton Doolin. Uh, Paris Campbell wasn't it. But I think Doolin is. Uh, I liked Doolin before. He was kind of buried there. Um, I, I expect Pittman to be back. So it's not as wide open. But if anything, that could possibly help open things up for Doolin. There we go. Week four. John Johnson. Yeah, he's... Uh, He's good. He's getting all kinds of usage. Fifth most weighted opportunities among tight ends. It's great. Um, the points aren't as exciting as hope as you'd hope for, but they even had a bad week in week two. Um, he got the targets, but yeah. Uh, and and they're not just little dump-offs. Like, um, I, I love Conklin, Tyler Conklin. We'll, we'll come back to him. Week two streamer here. But uh, 
Not much for air yards for Tyler Conklin. <laughs> a lot of dump-offs from Flacco. Uh, Juwan Johnson actually has some down-the-field targets. All right. And Hayden Hurst, not much else to say there. It just is what it is. He's also one of these guys getting the usage, getting the work that we would want to see in a top 12 tight end, um, but wasn't drafted as a top tight end. So there you go. Colts versus the Titans. Um, I do think the Titans, this could backfire, but <laughs> because you never know, especially with uh, Derrick Henry. But of the available matchups I could see with the ownerships and everything, this was the, the best bet for one that could maybe come out looking really good. Otherwise, just if you just want something safe, that's fine. There's plenty of options you can go with that are safe. All right, week three. Um, just looking back, we don't know how week three has gone yet because this is next week tonight. Week three hasn't even happened yet. We're into week four. But Donovan Peoples-Jones didn't look so great. Um, and you know what? I meant to look to see even how he did in tonight's game. But I, I think he's still getting targets. He's still the second wide receiver. He's getting work out there. Just they've been a little bit more focused on getting Amari Cooper the ball. So we'll see. He almost had a touchdown week two. Um, toe was barely out. So, But after that, didn't do much. So, uh, Robbie Anderson is still getting the work. I still like that situation. Um, yeah, not much else to say there. Juwan Johnson already talked about him. Kate Otten. Um, look, if you look it up, and I can, but he basically matched Cameron Brait's usage this week. So a couple targets. He did get a target. He did get his first reception. Um, and, their, and their actual route participation, snap share, those kind of things. Even, neck and neck. So we went from being the rookie who's just on the field, but Brait's doing this. And I said, Brait is the job he's going to take. He needs to take. And it's Brait. So it's not a tough competition. I mean, yeah, maybe he's still better than the rookie, but it's not like it's uh, Isaiah Likely trying to beat out Mark Andrews, right? Well, one week later, he's already neck and neck with him. I think it's going to continue to progress. Otten's going to be the starting tight end and by the midseason. Starting uh, receiving tight end. Okay. All right. Um, I'm happy with the Cam Akers, guys. Really rough-looking yards per carry and all of that stuff. Uh, but if you look a little deeper, he literally has zero, if not even negative 0.2 um Yards before contact, which just means the defense is just right there every time. But we saw him make some good moves. I saw him uh, dodge what would have been a tackle for a loss, die forward, get back to the line of scrimmage. So the Rams' offensive line is not doing him any favors, but we saw a massive difference in usage. Akers was getting more use than Henderson. Now, Henderson ended up getting in, had one good run, and got a tight end, uh, a touchdown too. But Akers was out there, and Akers got the targets, not Henderson. This is what I'm talking about, guys. They're going to they're gonna get Akers moving along. The efficiency is going to pick up. He can be good. He's going to have some good games coming. 
So I'm, I'm counting that one as a win. Same thing for Hunter Henry. I mean, Hunter Renfro. Um, he got the targets. I told you, they were just excited week one. Meanwhile, Adams didn't get the targets. So Renfro, very happy with that. Unfortunately, I do think he's got a concussion or something. I'm not sure even when it happened and uh, in the game. So maybe it would have been even better. But hopefully, I don't know for week three whether he's going to be in. But in the meantime, you have him on your team. That's the important thing. All right. Week three uh, streamers. Derek Carr, just in case you still need something. These are ones I already looked at. Derek Carr, Raiders versus Titans. And Geno Smith, Seattle versus, uh, versus Atlanta. Those are some pretty kind of... A, try to go from um, availability, right? Derek Carr... Kind of 50-50 probably in your league, your single quarterback leagues. Geno Smith, very much going to be available. Week three, uh, excited to see how Kyle Phillips does against the Raiders. Um, I talked about this a little bit in a tweet online on on Twitter that someone asked me about Dorch or Paris Campbell, and I said, you know what? And yeah, I was excited about Paris Campbell season, but I said no. I do prefer Dorch, and it's for the reasons I'm recommending Kyle Phillips in week three as a streamer. It's because of the Raiders and the slot. And sure enough, Dorch, I know it wasn't a great game, but he was putting up points. He put up points. He got work. All right. So same thing for Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips uh, was questionable, doubtful even for the game last week. Did play, but didn't do a lot. Hopefully we see uh, him do a little bit better this week. And Sonny Michelle, you already have him. Great, perfect. Line him up. Um, yeah, you can just keep streaming him, basically, if you're desperate. This is a desperation. Okay. Sometimes that works out, which we'll get to. And then Hayden Hurst already talked about, and I'm doubling up on it again next week. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess I get tired of talking about Conklins and Engrams and um, Logan Thomas's and Higby's out of the bag. I, you can't pick up Higby off uh, waivers anymore. Um, and guys, I got to do a, a couple different discussions this past week, uh, early in the week, and then just uh, just today even about the the tight ends. And you know, a lot of people are like, "No, I just want I just want the guy." It's too much work to try and always figure out to stream the tight end. And Twitch said, I completely understand. Absolutely understand. But that is why I put the work into it. I do, guys, because I understand it is the most neglected position by other analysts and by your own league mates. They are not paying attention to this position. They are not putting in the work. It is the greatest place on your roster to gain a free edge. And it's a free edge because, look, you, you can pay up opportunity cost for top guy. You can do it. You can do it. But now you've lost somewhere else, right? But if you go into your draft thinking, I'm going to come out with the worst tight ends, well, now you just have to stream or piece together or waiver wire or trade for something better than the 12th worst tight end in your league, and you've already netted a positive because you were able to put that opportunity cost towards something else something that cannot be recuperated in waivers um like a wide receiver or a running back okay 
Meanwhile, you can get these other tight ends for free. All right. Higby, not free. You probably had to draft him, right? Who's right on that line. But the Logan Thomases, Evan Engrams also on that line. And then the Conklin, Tyler Conklin, was the absolute free play pickup. And now we've got Jawan Johnson too. So, look, it, there's even more options, it seems, this year. Last year was a little weird. They didn't all seem to play out. It was hit or miss. You know, Logan Thomas started to hit, then he got injured, things like that. This year so far, looking great. Literally half of the top 12 tight ends were guys we were talking about that you could get for, for cheap for free. Um, I'm going to pull that up. I'm going to double check for uh, for for tight ends because this, this is important, guys. This is the stuff that helps you win your league. Um, oops. Okay. So tight ends, of course, you have Mark Andrews, Kelsey, Ertz, Waller. Those are the top four scoring tight ends through two weeks, right? Five, Tyler Conklin. Six, Pat Fryermuth. All right. Getting a good amount of work. Seven, OJ Howard. Um, That's because of the two tight ends. And then you got Logan Thomas. Oh, sorry, Gerald Everett. I didn't even mention him earlier. Gerald Everett, Logan Thomas, Tyler Higby. Mike Isecki, he had a decent game. Evan Ingram, right? That rounds it out. It's incredible, guys. All you have to do is be better than the twelfth worst, and you've already you've already won. Okay, so and you typically I aim for not just eleven, but like eight, seven, sixth best. Total weekly tight end points. You can pull that off streaming. More than makes up for it. I get it. It's not great. But you have to remember, you put that opportunity cost towards another position. And hopefully they're getting those points for you instead. Right? And the combined score is going to be higher. Okay? Because the difference in the scoring between, you know, the top tight ends and what you can stream is not nearly as much as the difference between one of the top running backs and the guy, you, the guys we're talking about streaming, Sony Michelle, right? Not even close. All right. Eagles. I have the Eagles in probably all of my redrafts or keepers, seasonal leagues, right? Um, hopefully it works out. I really, I think it's going to be interesting. And then we saw them play against Minnesota this last week. I, I made this call not seeing that. And we saw how they shut them down, so I'm even more confident in it. All right. This is fun because we get to actually look back at week two streamers and see points. Okay? so Because when we do with this show, it's like three different weeks we're looking at, basically. We're looking at the week ahead we're looking at. We're looking at the week we're on. And then we're looking back at the week before this that we predicted two shows ago. All right? So here we go. Uh, Winston's still good. AJ Green, we already talked about that. No, Logan Thomas, yep, good. Khalil Herbert, yep, good. Romeo Dubs, he he might be like the only healthy wide receiver on the Packers right now. Lazard, um, Watkins, and Watson. Watkins and Watson, uh, too similar. Almost didn't get it out. Uh, all, all hurt. So it's like, it's, it's going to be Romeo Dubs, basically. And we already talked about Edwards, 
Hamler, nope, nope. All right, streamers, how'd it work out? Jameis Winston, it, it wasn't pretty. He did kind of end up getting you a little bit of points. It wasn't a complete flop. Um, hopefully, look, we do this we ahead of time, so you still got to pay attention to the news. Follow me at FusionFFB on Twitter. I try to retweet information, even make comments sometimes um, about the takes looking back. This is one where they were talking about injuries in the back and, and pain and everything. And it was like, ooh, okay, maybe if I can get out of this game, I should do that. And where I did, that was great. Um, same thing for Matt Ryan. No Michael Pitts, uh, Michael Pittman. We didn't know that. I didn't know that was going to happen. Um, so that should make you kind of be like, hmm, all right. Maybe you're not going to rely on that so much. I, I pivoted out of Matt Ryan onto Marcus Mariota, and it was probably the difference between we winning or losing the week. Um, this Raheem Mostert call was, I mean, it was before week one he was even played. This, this is complete luck. Just going to say it. Complete luck. Even last week I said, oh, you can discount that one. They didn't use him much. No, they used him the next week, week two. 10, almost 11 points. There you go. Crazy. We talked about Campbell. Not good. Get rid of him. You can cut him. Here we go. Here's the tight ends. 14.1 points. Tyler Higby. 9 for Conklin. These are the streamers. 9 is the number. If we can get 9, we're good. If we can get 11, more than 11, you are you are beating the replacement by, by far. Um, you're talking top 6, right? Weekly. Point per game. Uh, nine gets you into tight end one top 12s. So we got nine. We're good. All right. And nine from the Panthers defense wasn't as, you know, they didn't have a ton of like big turnovers on uh, Daniel Jones or anything. So um, wasn't anything too big. All right, guys, that's the show. Got it in. Yeah, we've been usually for the full shows right around 30, 35. So that's where we're at. Be sure to Hit us up, FusionFFB.com and Twitter at FusionFFB. Thanks for watching, listening, or reading. Of course, you're not reading me saying that unless it's on transcript, which maybe it is. But either way, I'm thankful for you guys. Hope you enjoy the takes. Hope you are profiting, winning your leagues, um, especially these tight end picks. And a lot of like the, the first show with the running backs, absolutely helping you out. Um don't give up on Jeff Wilson, right? Right? I know some people out there were giving me a hard time about it. I'm telling you. He's going to bounce. He, he had 12 points this past week. That's just the low end of his median. Like That's completely normal. He's going to have like 18 or 21 or something in the next week. Going to balance out. Average out around 15 for the next few weeks until Elijah Mitchell's back. That's a running back too. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. All right. I will see you guys next time. Hit me up any questions, particular to your leagues. I'll be more than happy to help you out to apply what we're doing here today to your specific teams. Hit me up. Till then, have a good one. See you next time.